This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hour three of the Lori and Julia show, and I want to remind you, we are just three weeks away from doing Project Down in Dirty Ten, classic radio drama. It's going to start Monday the 26th. That's just three weeks away. Is oh, it? that seems like eons away. I mean, that just feels like weeks away. We can't even begin to deal with it. We just trust that it's going to be great. Okay, here's Don't some... you feel like... Oh, 100%. It's going to be fantastic. I just want to mention, we do have two sponsors for that event. Please it's going to be tell Dr. Ann Aesthetics and 360 Painting. Thanks, oh, guys. All right, cool. Okay, so here is something that you just sent us that Mike Zimmer, Coach Zimmerman, Zimmer, what's his name? Get the name right if you're going to report it at the top of the five o'clock. Mike Zimmer's rumored girlfriend posts topless photo on Instagram. How do we know that's his girlfriend? And isn't he married? This is all new to no, me. No, he's not married. He's a widower. Yeah. Oh. Um, I, this was news to me. I just saw this uh, on Patrick Rice's Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a hot little girlfriend that's... Uh, Taking naked pictures on the Instagram. Free spirit. She said, missed you all. Heart, I'm back. Well, but how do people know that that's, how does Roycey know I want to know? Well, this is from the New York Post. This oh, is the New, this is on the New York Post. It's Coach Zimmer's girlfriend posts topless photo on Instagram. Well. That's the Vikings won yesterday. Apparently. Oh, well, she should have done it last week when they <laughs> lost. You know, when you really need a good distraction, you know. It says that they were spotted at the Vikings holiday party together. He's 64 and she's what, 30, 38, does it say? Does this surprise anyone, the age difference oh. in anybody's relationships? But 64 and 38, that doesn't, you know, that one doesn't, that seems like, well, I mean, he, for all I know, uh, that guy can do push-ups with his you-know-what. Well, <laughs> probably, I don't know. So I'm just saying, you know, I know, I know it. It's such a problem. I've heard about this from a variety of people. That he can do push-ups with no, his... No, that, that that is... What? That is sometimes the lazy man's way of um, getting around softening of things is going younger. As a way oh, to not recognize it. that. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. Well, good for everybody. I know, and that's good why for I'm everybody. encouraging you to always date, you know, a little Those. bit younger. I'm just saying. Hey, did you guys talk about Angelina did not get that judge thrown off her case? No, we didn't. Lori, my, we talked about so many other things. Okay, um, but you're, you're back this, here this to tell us. On... We, we actually took phone calls, too. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. That's true. Oh, yeah, wow. People want to talk. Julia, if you have something specific to ask people, yes. Okay. Which we did, right? What was it? Um, scariest movie? We don't need to, we don't need to relive okay. the moment. Oh, come on. Oh, Lori, actually, two people called me about it. 
Julia, what is that? Your official like, focus that is, group, and you're going to take that to the group. bank. I am. Damn it! It's going to be a regular part of our show. It should be. Okay, tell us what happened with well, Angelina. Remember, she wanted to have that judge thrown off the deciding the custody because Angelina and Brad. It has been over four years since the incident at International Falls. The airport people that worked there got shut down after Colleen and Bradley got the scoop. That was unbelievable. That was unbelievable. That was about unbelievable. Brad drunkenly yep. getting off the plane and, and driving around, driving in around in the, the fuel cart or whatever, cart or whatever it is. Yes. Anyway, it's, but they're still not divorced. They have a bifurcation, you know. So yes, that means yes, they're yes. single. So this. The the thing that has to be resolved is money in custody. Right. And she said that this judge had to be removed because he works with Brad on other things, blah, blah, blah. But what what wasn't acknowledged yes. was that this was also the same judge who married these two yahoos right. in, in L.A. Before they went right. to the chateau okay, got in it. France, yep, 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 to have the ceremonial mm-hmm. wedding. So the judge has overruled the ruling about himself, and he said, "I can go forward, and I can decide all this stuff." <laughs> I'm bringing it down to, you know, are you dumbing it down for us? Yeah, because we can't understand all that legalese, right? All right, let me tell you something. So she, it, his, it, it doesn't, uh, there's no bias. He's not going to be biased. He's going to be able to think clear-headed. Here's the other problem. Jules, apparently there's like 10 private judges They're not that a, can handle all the rich yes. and wealthy of L.A. Yes. There's not that many of them. So her saying that, now his people, this is going to be, this is going to be a big fight, I think. It, it already no, but it hasn't played out like right, that. But right, now right. I'm expecting Breaking Bad kind of uh, stuff to happen. Really? Well, you know, the chance she does not want to have fifty fifty nope. custody mm-hmm. with those kids because she just wants to be able to do whatever she wants. Basically, mm-hmm. well, she made a lot of money last year. She was the second highest paid actress. Yeah. $35.5 million after Sofia Vergara, 43. And Sofia Vergara on top of Modern Family, which was the last year. Right. She has all those other endorsements. Right. Um, yeah, so. Uh, okay. Well. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about Dolly Parton um, posing for Playboy, which we're still unclear if we can get an actual copy. We were. We were. For her 75th birthday. She would then bump over. She would bump out if this happened. If a dolly, are, you know, showed yep. us her tattoos and, you know, just a hint of, you know, like a shadow of a light, like a light bush, you know? <gasps> no. Well, first of all, if you look if back. If it happened, Jane Seymour at 67 has the title for the oldest. And how much did she show? Valleys and crevices okay. and all the good things. She did not. <laughs> she did not. She, Julia, Julia, I said all the hidden cracks and sure. valleys. There's many ways. She says this. I might just do it. If I can do it in good taste and they want it and can do it along with a good interview inside. So, yeah, we've talked about it. I mean, she did it she once before. She looks better now than she did in her original as far as I'm concerned. She's been yeah. on the cover of Playboy yes, before. Has. 
1978. Mm. I don't know. Lori. That would be a perfect stocking stuffer for grandpas. (laughs) She's the one. Every guy in the 70s wanted to see her. Her boobs. Naked. It didn't happen. It never really happened. No, it never. We never have. We never will. But she has an incredible cleavage. She really does. I mean, those boobs are just amazing. They're just pillowy. Well, and I think I mean, even back in the day, those were not those were enhanced, right? In yes. Seventies. I, I don't think those are real. I don't think there's no either. way. That's, yeah. If anyone knows, please feel free. Now, this is a good question for yeah. people to call in six five one six four one one zero seven one. Yeah. I think Dolly's. She said there hasn't been a part of me on my body that hasn't had plastic surgery. She makes fun of it. But I can't see Dolly, like, bending over and giving us shots like that, you guys. Come on. The bend and snap? No, I'm thinking more like, oh, the the pose where your legs are crossed in front of your... She's going to do the naked pose where you can't see anything. That's right, Julia. Yeah, if she didn't show it back then, she's not going to show it. She's not going to show it now, but I'm here for it because that would be a good thing we could get for... Grandpa's across the globe. We can I love that you're calling Magazine him. stocking stuffers happen again. You know, people think, need to realize. There you go. That that's here. How about Skeet Ulrich? I don't know anything. Oh, you know how upset I've, I've been. I've not wanted to talk about him because, quite frankly, I'm mad that he quit Riverdale. I know. He did. He did. He quit. I don't understand this was a good that. money for him. Yes, I if don't Mark understand. Consuelos can stay away from his wife, Kelly Ripa. You could have stayed he away, have. but remember, he's... Uh, he's fussy. Well... He's needy. He's needy. Uh, he's we're the guy who got mad. He was discount Johnny Depp back in the day because yeah, they is. were both on the verge of like becoming huge. Don't you remember? He was kind of mad about that. Like, he talked about that. Yeah. He did not like being called, you know, a Johnny Depp type of actor. You know, right. He had that same thing. Anyway, uh, you know, he's, he's, what is he bitching about? Why is he well, even in the Julia, news? Okay. He's, he's 50. He's quit Riverdale. He was, um, Jughead's dad, sheriff and, um, having kind of a hot romance. I, I don't understand why he left. That's really what I'm upset about, but he's been dating a 29 year old Australian Insta model. Surprise, surprise. This lady this 29-year-old, she moves in circles like she's dated Scott Disick at one point. Right. She dated some sugar heir by the name of David Mimran, you guys. And oh, then sure. she dated um, this Australian publisher because she's from there. Yeah. Anyway, Skeet Ulrich had this to say to a fan. He posted a photo of him on Instagram looking dreamily up at the camera. I think he kind of looks good. Yeah. Yeah. And said, what's up, everybody? And someone said, what happened to you and... Riverdale. Megan oh. Blake Irwin. And what did he say? He just answered, because I found out she's a prostitute. Well, that that is... that is. <laughs> why not just answer it like that? I mean, Julia, that... That's a reason to break up. Okay, if but you that, find out someone's charging, okay, and, but, and, but he's being—that's kind of being—he's really being a dink. If he is trying to express upset that a twenty-eight or twenty-nine-year-old didn't date him just a little bit because of his fame and his money, I mean, I gotta break it to you, honey, Skeet. Right, right. 
if you don't want to have these surprises, date my friend Julia here. Oh, she's you? she's perfect. I for am you. not. I am. I'm so. <laughs> and not a prostitute. I'm and not, not a prostitute. Yet. Not yet. But I heard Jordan. I just Woods. think. I just think it was a low blow for Skeet because I just think he's being a man baby he is being for calling baby. out uh, his 29 year old girlfriend it's that he found out she's had some other interesting lovers besides him he's being a man baby he really is very disappointing <laughs> Every that's t- what I heard yesterday what okay I heard this because Rocco Lori always has Whatever age you turn, Lori would say, oh, you're the age of, you know, we always knew the Jack Benny birthday. And then yeah. it's like, oh, you're 36. You're the age of all sex symbols. Oh, you're, you're finally a sex finally. symbol. Yeah. Oh, 37. You are are salacious and seven. And you know what seven means? Seven means everything about you is heaven. I mean, she would <laughs> always find some nifty 50 or the fleep at 50s or the, or the 60s or what does... The, the 60s, 60s. Mm. Well, so um, someone I know and you know turned 5'5 five, five yesterday. Double nickels. Double nickels is what we've heard. And her husband's on FaceTime with us. And yeah. he's like, oh, she's the age of the speed limit. How sexy <laughs> is that? <laughs> and I'm never it because you always have something. Yeah, no, she's double like, nickels. She's the age of the speed limit. Well, can't I, wait. I don't think he can run that fast anymore. So he's lucky that she slows down. Exactly. For him. I just. You know, you know how you always have something, yeah. and I just had never. I just like, oh, Lorio kind of liked that one, but he said yeah. something else about a different number. But I'm not going to share it. All right, listen, we got to go because it is time for the dirt alert. We'll be right back. This is a my talk dirt alert. Hey Holly. Hey. Let's talk about Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman because Nicole Kidman is inadvertently talking about her relationship with Tom Cruise to the New York Times. Oh, is this because of her HBO show with Hugh Grant? Yes. That's right. So Nicole Kidman doing an interview for the New York Times magazine where the interviewer was asking Nicole Kidman about working with Tom Cruise on Eyes Wide Shut. And she was talking about infidelity. So the interviewer asked how, you know, in Eyes Wide Shut, you have that monologue in which your character is talking about infidelity. She said... Or he said, if you're acting those scenes with the person to whom you're married, Tom Cruise in the movie, mm-hmm. doing it as part as part of this immersive process, can it open up negative feelings that later you maybe wish you hadn't opened? Oh, that was good on that reporter's yes. part. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what did she say? So she, Nicole said, that fits the narrative that people came up with. But I definitely didn't. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP. Podcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. See it like that. Nicole Kidman goes on to say, we were happily married through that. We would go go-kart racing after those scenes. We'd run out of place and go racing at three in the morning. I don't know what else to say. Maybe I don't have the ability to look back and dissect it, or I'm not willing to. That's how much he took her by surprise. He was the great pretender of a husband. He pretended everything was fine. And David Miscavige was whispering in his ear, they're spying on her, making everything. Oh my gosh! Wow. Well, I like that she just keeps yeah. that answer. We, yeah. As far as I knew, we were happy. Right. Yeah. It's a great answer. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. And Nicole Kidman talks about working on Eyes Wide Shut. If you remember, so the movie came back out in 1999. It was Stanley Kubrick's last movie, and Kidman says of the two-year filming process that two they two years. I know it. It was just. <laughs> 400 days. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The movie has a Guinness World Record for the longest constant film shoot. So she said they loved working with Stanley Kubrick. They worked for two years. She said we had two kids living in a trailer on the lot making spaghetti because Stanley liked to eat with us sometimes. And she said we were working with the greatest filmmaker and learning a lot about our lives, enjoying our lives on set. And then closer to Australia, you know, for her parents or whatever, for for there to be any visiting. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Just being in London for two years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right. So... I'm not willing to talk about it. Mm, Mm. There's a lot there without saying it at all. Uh, Let's go to the world of celebrity justice where case is closed today. Led Zeppelin is victorious in a lawsuit concerning Stairway to Heaven. Oh, this has been going on forever. forever. You're right. It has. It goes (laughs) back to 2014. So this lawsuit goes back to 2014. Michael Skidmore, who is the trustee for spirit guitarist Randy California, filed this copyright lawsuit against Led Zeppelin due to the alleged similarities between the intro to Stairway to Heaven and the song by Spirit in 1968 called Taurus. Now, earlier this year, the U.S. Court of Appeals in San Francisco had ruled in favor of Led Zeppelin. Then the spirit guys were going to the Supreme Court, but the Supreme Court's like, now we don't want to. We're too busy right now. We don't want to hear about this. So, Led Zeppelin victorious. There you go. All right. Yeah, finally, it can be laid to rest. All right, in some TV news. Glow season four has been canceled. That's due to COVID nineteen. Uh, the production. You think is that forever though? Uh, yeah, I think so. Too. I think so. That too. ran its life. Yeah, yeah. Glow, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling on three seasons over at Netflix. Quite a good show, mm-hmm. but all the delays due to COVID nineteen. It just the show just couldn't survive. And that. how do yeah. they wrestle? One hundred percent. Well, I think that's. You. I feel like yeah. the show was over though. Did you watch any of the third season in Vegas? No. I didn't. It's just a stomach feeling, just a mm-hmm. gut feeling. Yeah, yeah, it had run its course. Uh, in other television news, the Game of Thrones prequel series called House of the Dragon has found its first cast member, oh. English actor Patty Considine. Considine. Yeah, I think I said that horribly wrong. Would we recognize this person if we saw them? 
Uh, maybe, you know, he's one of those that guys. Okay. Uh, you know, he's been in a lot of British stuff, so okay. I guess it kind of makes sense. Well, that's how we felt about a lot of the actors True. in the first Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are like, oh, okay, there's a that guy. But he's been in things like Peaky Blinders. Hot- oh, I know this yes, guy. I know. This guy. Yes, I do. All right, great. He's okay. been in other movies like Cinderella Man, The Death of Stalin, and most recently he was in a movie called Journeyman. And he played this really rotten guy. In the outside of the Stephen King scary TV series okay. that was on, whatever it was on, Mr. Mercedes. No, no, it's called The Outsider. Outsider. Oh, The Outsider. That yeah, was, that on was HBO, HBO with Jason Bateman. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. Uh, so this mm. one, House of the Dragon. Just to put context to this, it's set a few hundred years prior to the event of Game of Thrones, and it tells the story of House Targaryen. I said that wrong. I'm sorry. I don't watch House of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. It's coming out in 2022. Targaryen. So. Thank Targaryen. you. Targaryen. You're right. Oh, Thank God, you. My Thank pop you. culture card just got taken away it did. from I me. I can't believe oh. you didn't watch. All right, the... I got your back. I watch. I watch Game uh, of Thrones. Holly, how is that possible that you didn't watch Game of Thrones? I have a good excuse. Oh, you do? What is it? Well, it was... Did you read all the books? No. I (laughs) (laughs) I was living out of the country when Game of Thrones started. And so I just completely missed it, and it was not on my radar. Got it. And then I never got on that dragon. All right. right. There's no better acceptable excuse than to be out of the country. country. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Let's go back to some legal news. Now, this happened last week, but in case you missed it, Meghan Markle has lost a little battle in her privacy lawsuit against the Daily Mail. So it has been ruled that the Associated Newspapers will be able to use Finding Freedom, the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle book, in trial next year. So the Daily Mail wanted permission to amend the case and basically saying that this book, Finding Freedom, shows that Meghan Markle had intended some private details to become public, including contents of the letter, as part of a campaign to portray her in a positive light. That's what the defense was saying and the court ruled, yeah, you will be able to use this book in trial. And that's because also that she had a publicist. And so they're just saying, like, I mean, the court is probably just ruling like this is you could have intended this to happen. You have to let them go forward with it. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So this trial still ongoing. We don't hear a lot about it. Uh, but it's going to go to trial early next year. Well, when is the Johnny Depp? How long right. is the high court going to When are we going to find out on that? I mean, right? I mean, he's hugging people at the Zurich airport, signing autographs, going to museums. He looked real yeah, good. Yeah, he's I bet he looked good. good. But I mean, what the heck is going on? I, I don't, don't know. Whew. Yeah. It's yeah. Been a long time. I mean, that dirt... We've almost forgotten about it. We haven't. We can bring it up at a moment's notice. I'm um, like, I have the image of the ice cream already. So oh, no. There and the go. turd in the bed. Yeah. Oh, Talenti oh. Crotch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's really sad. Oh. All right. What's happening? Uh, Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex for now. To the people at home or in the crowd. It keeps coming up anyhow. All right, kitty cats, are we ready for a little sex Monday? We are so ready. And Julia, since we are officially into October, you know, um, it's gray sweatpants season. That is a scary, scary image. But that's what the time of the year is, Julia. And in fact, it's so recognized 
that Urban Dictionary has no less than four um, definitions for gray sweat. <laughs> Wait, are you talking in season. code? People still wear gray sweatpants? No, people do still wear gray and sweatpants. And at this time of the year, gray sweatpants are like pumpkin spice latte. Are you talking it's, about like the baggy 80s gym looking sweats? Not I'm even, talking not about baggy. how it is the unofficial symbol of fall horniness okay. for at least the last four or five years. This is all over my head, but I am too, I'm ready to hear more. Well, <laughs> for those not in the loop, Rocco, yes. gray sweat pants season is a thing because like I said, four what does it mean? wiener-centric definitions I mean, it's fodder for Twitter horn dogs, blah, blah, blah. But basically, the reason why it's um, it's so it's such a horny delight is that gray sweatpants always give the faint outline of the 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 delights of the package. Oh my god! And that is why the endearing, enduring. Called it's it's been cold, you know. Why don't you come over and hang out and be sure to wear your gray sweatpants? I've never heard this once, Lori. I've never heard it either, okay, but, but I'm going to order some. You're okay. married, no. Rocco, so but you could be wearing them and inciting some fall horniness, but just by the fact that you're wearing your gray sweatpants. I saw a couple of young, um, very confident. Guys at LAX yesterday in their one was in a gray sweatpant, one was in a we're talking the kind of pant sweatpant that really used to pass as a pajama bottom. Okay, you can see that there's some <laughs> niggling and jiggling and moving around, there's just a slight, it's like almost like a girl. Like when a woman doesn't wear a bra and you can, you know, or doesn't wear, wears nothing under a light colored shirt. I thought I mean, you were going to say it's, it's cuffing season or something else, but you're talking about gray press. Grace, yeah. The, the, I just wanted people to know that the gray sweatpants season is upon us. And um, it's just because of the obvious reason you can see it. People are comfortable wearing these out in public now, traveling, not just at home, Julia. There's a titillating excitement, both in the Did this happen to you yesterday at LAX? I was observing... You're such a liar. No, I'm not. And I was pointing out to Casey. Promise me Casey didn't wear them. Well, no, he didn't. But Casey asked me to stop pointing. It's not like traveling with you. He was... I'm like, oh my God, Casey, you got to check this out. Look to the left, out. look to the right, stand right. up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Leave right. me alone, Lori. Right. It's the sexiness is unexpected. It's it's like uh, many people are hot for nudity that's somewhat obscured. It's on the line. Do you really know what's going on? It's like you know, uh, and and basically, if we're going to look at this through a Freudian lens, Julia. <laughs> Um, which is when people fetishize tight clothing. I think specifically of like Kanye and his love of having uh, the curviest woman in the world with a figure to be defied loves when she's in pleather or latex and just like stretched into something full of compression. In Freudian lenses, that's like a return to the womb. It's a full body embrace. Oh, gosh. Okay, okay so what is the... 
We, yeah. What I would still Freud don't, say about gray I don't sweatpants? Know. Well, I gray, still don't know. The gray, the, the, the alluring detail is that the sexiness is that the person wearing it knows you can see a little bit. You know you can see a little bit. It's just like, you know. Whereas if they had navy or black, you wouldn't you, see the You can't sh- see it as the outline, much. The yeah. gray is a little bit more. The gray doesn't, you get more definition. Thus, it's the. Okay. You, you can know. see the outline of the penis. Just, I'm saying it. That just took 17 minutes to describe. No, I said that several ways, Julia. I know, I can't but I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it bold. Today. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't help it, a few of your issues yeah. today. It's the faint outline of the wiener. All right. So wiener, wiener watch. All and right. it's got right. four different de- ways it could be used in Urban dec- Dictionary. Four different ways. Oh, this is something. Four wiener-centric ways that um, gray sweatpants season is a season. And I wonder if the shop girls know about it. At, really? At, call Harmony. And how, about those, how about Harmony and her husband making loved Kelly? It. Or which loved show it. was it? It was the third. It was Hoda. And, Hoda. Um, yeah, Jenna. that was great. That was great. Yes. Okay. That so was great. I've just brought this to you. And Thank the, you. Okay. So everyone, if you're, uh, yep. Because that was really something. I'm yeah. shopping on eBay and uh, <laughs> right. Target.com right, right. now. Right. No, gonna, I know it. I'm going to make my wife happy this October. Yes, you oh, are, yeah, Rocco. Okay. And okay, now this is, I'm not even going to give people the name of the app, but now, do you want to know what a guy came up with? So far, we only know it works on Tinder and Bumble. But this guy came up with an app so that you take a picture of the person's profile and then you can strip it down. You can take off all the filters, the makeup. You can get down to... What this app is saying, what you really look like, you know, scrubbed face naked before they're. I don't feel like you even need. Well, I, yeah, okay. I mean, right? I mean, what the hell? Why would you want to do that? I have no idea. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's that big of an idea. Well, people, this is this is a gross reason why people are taking screenshots of women's dating app pictures is to do this thing. All right. All the filters gone. I should have given you some gone. stuff. All right, keep going. What's the next one? Why don't you that like one? any of my things? These are I, all so good. <laughs> all right, let's move. Let's move. I'm waiting. Let's I'm move waiting. To the study I'm waiting. Of let's move to the study of duh and sex. Two out of three Americans agree on this, and for this, I couldn't be happier. Okay, two out of three agree. Two in three Americans agree on this, and this is a good thing, and the good thing is two in three Americans admit being bad in bed is a relationship deal (laughs) breaker, and I could not be happier that poor bedroom skills are a deal breaker. Because, Julia, ain't nobody got time for all that dissatisfaction. All right, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, well, duh. duh mm-hmm. I know. But listen, this is real good. It used to be, you know, it used to be a, a, a not that big of a number. Right. We, we, we had room to grow there, Julia, and go forward on it. And um, this is all in honor of sexual... Um, Health awareness awareness month? month, yeah. Is that what we're in? Okay. Yeah. And this this uh, is just something, uh, you know, people want to talk to their partners. 
sometimes about sex, but uh, people are shy about the very person they're having sex with to talk to them about sex. So what should we do? What's the solution to this? Well, blindfold them and whisper <laughs> into each other's ears. Then you are achieving a bucket list uh, sensation. And like, I, seriously, that is my advice. Like if you have a hard time talking dirty okay. or doing something, like someone be blindfolded. All right, there you go. Yeah. Just, All right. a, just a little tip if it'll help you. Thank you. You know? Mm-hmm. But this, and you can get your blindfolds where you get your masks. Yeah, exactly. Joy, I mean, do you want to know? Should they match? No. (laughs) Yeah, listen to you. That is a woman's number one, according to this survey. That now, this survey, all right, it was 1,400 women and 1,400 guys asking them, What are your sexual fantasy bucket lists? I don't know what the ages of these people are, but the number one thing for women. I mean, you could do this to yourself. This is why I'm disappointed in this answer. Blindfold. Oh. Okay, that is so funny that you could put a blindfold on yourself and masturbate. Yes. And talk dirty to yourself at the same time. Right. What is... Why why? do you need anyone else for that? Why aren't people fulfilling their own fantasies? Why? This one doesn't make sense to me, this at the top, the blindfold. (laughs) Oh, God. Then sex in a jacuzzi, then sex in an elevator, then role play. These are women fantasies. Then the sexy photo shoot, uh, then a little light bondage. It says it's that way. Bringing in a third party is way down at the bottom of the list for women, but number one for men. <laughs> Big surprise, right? Mm-hmm. That's the number one. To me, that's the number one. For both sides. But right. no, now we got blindfolded ladies. They could have been achieving all of this by themselves. They do not need to wait for the blindfold fantasy to happen. <laughs> well, I'm glad that so far. <laughs> I just don't know what to do with you right now. Okay, that's Rocco. Are you still there? Sweatpants, blindfolds. <laughs> what else we got? No. Um, oh, we had- last on the list for men. For Well, the last on the, the, the fantasy that women want the least is writing fan fiction for a partner, okay? I wholeheartedly agree with that. Write your own damn dirty stories. And for guys, the le- the popular sex fantasy they don't want anything to do with, sex with food. No, it's too messy. They don't want it. No, just get some good old oils or something if you want to be gooey. Right, but no. you know, remember we th- when we learned about smushing or snooting no, or whatever that no, thing I was. Down. It's, we it's learned about uh, splashing, splashing, splashing. That's oh, where you sit gosh. on cakes and oh. just people pay money people to pay watch you do money that. to uh-huh. sit on cakes. Rocco. Yeah, no, I I might have stumbled upon some of that in splashing, my, but I don't. That's not my thing. No, no, no. it's nobody. It's very it's somebody's people. thing. It is. It is. All right, we got to go because it's not our sex thing anymore. Okay. All right, I'll just uh, say this about our discussion about gray sweatpants season. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, to quote somebody from Twitter, be careful. We don't want to hear any kind of relationship going wrong because you fell for a pretty thing in some nice pants in October. <laughs> She's so sick. Racco? Yeah, I ordered some during the break. Yeah, I see that. It's the you... season. Move I... over sundresses, ladies. 
gray sweatpants. Season. It's gray sweatpants. All right. So okay. other things. Here's a couple other things well, that are we, happening. We, we got to talk about this because Holly posted the Mean Girls cast. Oh, that, I saw that. That was so cute that Katie Kirk, everybody from the Mean Girls, Tina Fey, Lindsay Lohan. I love it. Even looking put together, Amanda Seyfried, Tina Fey, Lacey Chabert, Anna Gasser, every, Lizzie Kaplan. Only one missing was um, Amy Poehler. Right. She was the only one, but it was a get out to vote. Anyway, it's cute. It's posted. I liked it. It was it Mean is. Girls Day on Saturday, apparently. I saw that, you know, all these live reading, script readings. Yes. Stuff. I saw there's going to be a dazed and confused one. In a, oh, really? Uh, I think next Sunday, at, which is kind of right up my alley. So oh, yeah. That. yeah. McConaughey. And I mean, I guess I hope they're all back. Affleck was in that. Oh, there's I'm sure. Of, uh, I, I, th- I think Zellweger, they should do it. Yeah. Right? I'll take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys? Have, did you guys? You didn't watch like the Fast Times at Ridgemont we High did. or the Princess Bride? We did Bride. watch. And we watched one. a little bit of it. Okay, I didn't mm-hmm. watch either. I, I, those sounded great. Yeah, that yeah. one. That one was funny. Sometimes we forget about what the code is or where you got to go. And, and sometimes watch it, I just, just get Google too it. lazy to do it, and we'll just read the headlines the next day. Right. That's right. That's there how I go. feel about life. Sometimes I'll just read the headlines tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Henry Cavill, we saw... Oh, you know what I did watch? He posted a photo. Did you watch The Witcher finally? No, 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 no. I watched the Sherlock Holmes thing with... Enola Holmes? Yes. Did you like it? With the gal from... Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. I really thought it was good. She I thought it was, it's long, long. it's right. long. And but Henry it was, Cavill is Sherlock Holmes, her brother. It was good, though. Okay, good. I mean, if you could take a couple pauses during it, it was really fun. All right. Yeah. It, I liked it. It was uh, like... Like one of the top watch things on Netflix. Yes, for, and now now weeks. we're all back to um, you know Emily in Paris. Okay, people yes. are binging people on that. Are That's binging so easy. It. That's like our other show, um, Julie and the Phantoms. Yes. Oh gosh, I love that too. That was a ten episode, half hour. Yes. And Poops Creek, the sixth season is out, so people yes. are binging that. Yes. But yes. Henry Cavill, he did post. Um, uh, you know, just the second season because they're filming that, The yeah. Witcher, and he plays Geralt of Riva. And you love that. Oh, Rocco, did you watch that show, The Witcher? No, which I don't know anything about it. Did you like Game of Thrones? Yeah. Then you'd love The Witcher, and so would your wife, I think. Very, okay. It's And what's the zombie one you told me about? Kingdom. Kingdom. Kingdom, Kingdom Witcher. Yeah, you got My it. list is getting so long here. Well, I, I know. know I know. See, that's the thing. Who's got the time? Who's got time for that? Lord, I've been meaning to ask you. What? Do you watch Pea Valley on Stars? Do you know what it's about? I don't get Stars okay. anymore. But I would I've love heard about this that show. show. I know. It's a soap opera yes. in a strip club. Yeah. and I, I've heard good it's things. It's supposed to be good. It's supposed to be I good. I wanted to get your blessing before I started No, it. please watch it. Okay. I We had Stars for the longest time. And then and they then took it away in Comcast. Comcast got rid of it. It's not because we didn't want to buy it anymore. Right. I borrow uh, my father's password. Oh, for you that. do? Yeah. So yeah. Otherwise share I that. But yeah. Maybe we'll Maybe, have a new yeah, password. We'll, we'll split it. That's a great can, show. I've heard good things, too. So. Really, really good. Julia? Yes, sir? Machine Gun Kelly has his first number one album. I'm so happy for him. And I really Kelly. am, too. Thank God. Really? And, you know, did you and Brittany talk about... Um, Rebel Wilson and her dreamboat Prince Charming. A little bit. The Bush. I actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's dated a lot of other Hollywood people. He's it's the, kind the of only an, one really yeah. is Adrian Malouf. She looks amazing. Oh my god. She she looks really. I mean, Rebel Wilson's so beautiful, and she's just. She well, looks great. I'm very happy for Machine Gun Kelly. I'm so glad yeah. that this is happening to him. Okay, I'm very happy that uh, David Guetta uh, gave an interview and told us about how Madonna. 
uh, refused to work with him because he was a Scorpio. I absolutely loved this. He was approached by Madonna in 2011 mm-hmm. after he won a Grammy. He remixed her 2009 song, Revolver. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she loved it so much. She goes, I want you to produce my next album. And think back to 2011. David right. Guetta was huge. Huge. And she would have been talking about what would have been her MDNA album, the 2012. And she was excited, and then they got into small table talk. And he said, I arrived for lunch. We talk about everything. It's just the two of us, very relaxed, very cool. We have lunch. It's happening. You wonder when we're going to start working together. And then she asked me what my sign was. Oh, the dreaded question. He the said, Scorpio. Question. And she made a face, and she says to me, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to work together. It was a pleasure mm-hmm. to know you. Goodbye. Well, I looked it up. Yes. Was it true? Well, here's what it is. Madonna's worked with Scorpios before, like Bjork, but she didn't produce it. But a Scorpio man is different. She's a Leo woman. Um, Here is the thing. Leo and Scorpio are compatible, horny, sexually, fantasy. Okay, they're hot that way together. But when it comes to communication... Leo woman, Scorpio man is a disaster. It's a disaster. All right. Well, there we go. According to the internet uh, scrolling that I did. Well, I'm just going to believe you. Yeah. I'm just going to believe you that it's a disaster. Uh, But anyway, but they would have been great in bed together if that had happened. But she was interviewing him. She was in a different relationship. (laughs) She was in a producer. She had different wants and needs from him at the time. Yeah. And, you know, they would have been kind of hot together because he's 52. She's 62. They just had tenure. He's cute, David. We've seen him spin discs in Vegas. Yeah, we did. For that festival. Yes, we did. Yeah. He's (laughs) That we can never name. We cannot name the name of the festival. No, I know. What else? Well, what else? What else? Julia? Here, oh, here, Kenzo died. That was kind of sad. I know. I did see that. Kenzo Takata, yeah, Takata, the Japanese fashion designer who founded Kenzo. COVID got him at 81. He was in the south of France, so he was. That's where he was quarantining. But anyway, people are very, very sad about that. And just remember, Kenzo still. Emily in Paris was wearing a Kenzo dress. The pink flower dress was a Kenzo. Was it really? Oh, that's kind of fun to know. All right, everybody have a fantastic night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.